This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It was FA Cup time. It was nil-nil. It's a replay, but there's still plenty to talk about. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. I've got to start off hot here because um, you just heard um, editors there as our theme tune. Um, And I'll just be quite plain about this, Um, Richard and... Um, a couple of the Telegram guys went to see him. I didn't, didn't feel like I was I was invited. Um, Seb and I, Dave, were sat here doing the pre-match show and they're, they're off seeing um, our good friend Ed Drummond in Edinburgh. But how was it, Rich? It was great. Uh, what I will add is that, um, so I, I drove there. Um, Cambridge is hates cars. Yeah, so it's, it's forever to get, back, yeah. It's forever to get out, including a diversion sign that pointed us down a, a dead end, literally down a dead end. And I had to come back and edit the pre-match show when I arrived home at half midnight. So I was editing for, if you pardon the pun, three, um, till about half one, two o'clock to make sure it was all ready for seven o'clock. So I kind of feel like I've earned some points back from... So, But you realise I messed up the intro about five times. I did yeah, I had pur- to edit that out, pur- mate. Did that on purpose to, to get back. <laughs> I know, <laughs> you figured it out. But they were great. Um, I saw them... Man, I saw him back in 2002, 2003. Yeah, um, I did. A bit yeah. of a different um, atmosphere, age demographic than maybe back in 2002. <laughs> but they were on fire and they've, yeah, Ed was great. We had a quick chat with Ed beforehand. He's now got a Blue Monday mug as well. So, um, no, it was a great night. Excellent stuff. Dave, you sent your son. I did. He had a great time. Absolutely brilliant time. Yeah, really enjoyed it. It was sort of buzzing that he got the opportunity to meet Ed, I think. I think Ed, he was sort of in the... Um, in the in the auditorium signing, um, you know, um, just sitting, um, you know, where the merch stand was and stuff like that. So I think you, you as well, Rich. I think he, he saw you and sort of uh, uh, leapt on the opportunity to have a chat with Ed. And he said, yeah, he's absolutely top top guy and also extremely talented drummer. Oh yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> um, different so, gravy. So there you go. That's what we've been up to, and we've been up to an FA Cup game against Burnley, which I thought would lose and we didn't so we're going to talk about that but you've been to see the the, the ladies they were playing football you know i've just been to see the ladies 
today, Dave. But um, <laughs> how was that? Where are you going, with, man? God knows. <laughs> da- down that same dead end you drove down in um, Cambridge. Yeah, fair play. Hey. There you go. Uh, Dave, um, ladies this afternoon. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't been down there. Well, I've hardly played, have they, Rich, since? Mm. I'm having at home since well before Christmas, I don't think. So, took the opportunity to go down. It's always great. Um, our esteemed colleague, Richard Woodward, was doing the, uh, was on the PA. Um, quite a strange arrangement, the PA down at Felix, though, <laughs> but, but I've got to say. But um, no, all very, all very well done and all very, all very professional. Um, yeah, they played Lewis, Lewis from down Brighton Way. Um, and yeah, I mean they're a they're a league above, I think, aren't they, Rich? They're a league above us, and yeah, yeah, I think. Well, spoiler alert! At the end of the day, lost to a reasonably late goal, really, really good goal, great strike, which perhaps was a bit out of the context with the game. It's a little bit it's typical Felix, though, a little bit windy, pitch was a bit lively, and I think Rich would agree there really wasn't nothing in the game, was it, Rich? But you know, I don't think Ipswich really created that much, but then nor did Lewis. It was looked like it was going to go the whole way, stalemate. Extra time penalties, but yeah, a sort of a worldy strike um, was a worthy winner for the game, and he didn't really. Yeah, it was just one of those one of those days. I mean, each team cancelled each other out, but yeah, a bit like a bit like you know the first team yesterday put up a really good fight against the team. Um, you know, one step higher. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It was yeah, championship quality to win it. Um, but otherwise, yeah. a similar similar kind of feelings to you, to to Burnley Ben in the, in the I probably on paper you'd expect to lose but home advantage you never know um but we went about it in the right way we had some uh, some extended spells of dominance may have you know may have tested the keeper a little bit more perhaps mm. um but certainly lots to be proud of and lewis very obstinate opposition they are they've only lost twice all season i think um they are mid table in the championship so going really well so um no nothing to uh, yeah pretty proud of the team, I think after today, but just a shame we can get that that 99th minute, 99th minute, 89th minute equaliser. Um, well, similar thought, to Sheffield United, which you've been watching this afternoon. Yeah, right, I, I thought they were very, um, they were quite strong, very athletic, yeah. weren't they? As well, Quick. yeah, you could see, yeah, yeah. Um, I assume full time. I assume they're 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 full time. I don't know, but yeah, very sort of slick outfit. I thought, yeah, yeah. But no, the ladies did really well. Excellent. Um, and we will say hello to everybody in the comments. We can see you get your comments in. We'll put lots of them up on the screen. This is for those people watching on YouTube right now. If you are watching live, please do hit the thumbs up button. It really helps us out with all our recommendations and helps you out as well. If you hit thumbs up on this, you'll get more recommended videos from us as well. So please, please do. We'll click some of them up. And then when we get to the questions uh, section, we will discuss many, as usual, apologies if it doesn't get clicked up or um, read out. I'll I'll be trying to get on it. Um, so Richard um, Ipswich nil Burnley nil. We'll go into detail. We'll look at the teams, but overriding thoughts. Well, yeah, I was, um, I'm very much did similar. Burnley, or did I say Burnley? You said Burnley. I think you just yeah, like, yeah, you said Burnley. Burnley. Yeah, right. Yeah, just the chat will tell me. Sorry, go <laughs> ahead, Rich. Yeah, um, get in there before the chat does. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think my overriding um, perspective going down to the game. Uh, I need to say hi to Neil, by the way, who I saw in the Greyhound. Um, one of our listeners, subscribers from afar, who um, regularly travels over from France to come and watch us. And um, wow! So um, yeah, uh, but in the Greyhound, I think we were, you know, it's a not, it's a low pressure game. Two on on paper again, two footballing sides um, doing right things at the right of the right side of their divisions, and you kind of you hope for a a, a win, um, but I, I don't think you 
be too disappointed with a draw. And then you think, oh, do we want the replay? Probably not. But uh, more on that later on. But yeah, I was looking forward to a good game of football, Ben. And to be honest, that's what we got. You know, having sat through a lot of turgid draws in League One over the last few years where essentially the opposition is here to stop you playing. This was not that. And it was really enjoyable as a result. You agree with that, Dave? Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, as nil-nil draws go, I thought it was really pretty entertaining from start to finish. I mean, we were immediately, obviously, put on the back foot by Chris Sutton's prediction again. Um, (laughs) I fully expect us to actually roll over. But no, it was... um, I said 2-0 Burnley, Dave, to be fair. Do you say, okay, mate? No, look, uh, you could see, I mean, you know, for once at Portman Road, not surprisingly, they thought edge edge possession, which I don't think we've had at Portman Road this season. Someone will correct me. I don't think so. But yeah, they're... um, yeah, very good. Quite, you know, yeah. Again, a bit, a bit similar to what I said about the, the, you know, the step up. The ladies this afternoon look, you know, very, very athletic. You know, move the ball really quickly. But no, we acquitted ourselves really well. And a bit of luck certainly could have been one up pretty early on in the first half with well, two or three half decent chances. Let's stay with you, Dave, and we'll we'll just look at the sides and what Kieran McKenna and Vincent Company actually. Um, decided to do because uh, it's always Seb and I were going round and round in circles on the previous. You never how quite close did know. you? How close did you get? Not not very. To no, I don't think honest. you would really. No, no. Um, so it was Clagkey uh, in goal, uh, Edmondson, Danassi, and Wolfenden, Jackson and Lee, Morsi and Evans, Aluko, Hurst, Harness. How many of those, Dave, uh, in your your best eleven? Um, at this moment in time, let me see our best eleven. Wolfenden, one, two. I think Wolfenden. Wolfen, I, I think I, I think Harness. Edmondson. I think Edmondson's played his way. Certainly played yeah. his way back in. Um, okay. Evans and Mor- Evans and Morsey for sure. Possibly Harness. Possibly Harness. Maybe with, yeah. Well, as in maybe Broadheads sort of ahead of. Yeah, ahead of, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But of those starting, I'd say. Nailed, nailed on for me now. I would, like I said, I think Edmondson certainly played his way back in. Wolford and Edmondson, um, yeah, Evans, Evans and Morsey. And look, and there was, uh, there was, I think three or four. Look, all of the side equipped themselves really well, but three or four, I think, um, really, um, uh, well, certainly a couple. Looking at it, I thought Lee and Jackson both had really, really good games. Why do you think we we'll just stay with you, Dave, and then we'll go across to Rich? Why, why do you think he he went with that particular personnel and particularly sort of Jackson? I just think Jackson, clearly, I don't know if Burns was ever going to play. I think Burns had a tight calf or something. Was it some sort of injury? He went, he went off. He, I know he got substituted the other evening. I think he did go off injured. I think it was just after he had an injury. So he wasn't going to be risked. And I just think they played, they pretty much played Jackson in that in that role. And I, I thought Jackson had a probably one of his better games, better games in the blue shirt today. Absolutely. Um yeah, really, really play well, and you know, really, really gave there. Certainly in the first half, gave the gave their left side, left side a lot of um, you know, a lot of problems. Um, Lee at left back was that was uh, pretty much given. I think he had to have a game. Um, Davis has been superb, but again, Lee yesterday was absolutely superb. And I think I was speaking to Jim, Jim of the Telegram group, I believe it was Jim, um, who said that he was speaking to a Burnley fan. He came down and stayed over. He's from Bedford, stayed over last night, went to the game today. And you know they were they couldn't believe how good Lee was, and he said, "Well, he's not even our first choice, first choice left back." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, look at the bag again. I, I, you, you judge it. Look at the bench yesterday; it's just off the charts ridiculous, isn't it? 
Yeah, bench there. Ladapo, Broadhead, Chaplin, Longo, Edwards, Humphreys, Burgess, Vincent Young. And yeah, it's decent. <laughs> um, yeah, just ahead, the, the goalkeeper was an interesting one as well. I think um, he didn't. He he also didn't do himself any harm. We will yeah. come, we'll come. We'll come on to that. We got. We've had a lot of back and forth about that. Haven't yeah. so I'm interested to hear you take that. Um, similar sort of question to you, Richard. What do you think McKenna's thinking was, and what was your take on what he did? Uh, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of sense in in lots of different areas. Really, I, th- I think. Certainly, the the players that didn't play is certainly resting them for Cambridge, and, and the real quiz being Cambridge next week. And a few players walking wounded a little bit. Um, Dave mentioned Burns, but Leif Davis, I think, for the last ten minutes mm. on against Morecambe was was hobbling a little bit. So that didn't really surprise me. Obviously, Clark is cup tied, so he's never going to feature. Um, but it's minutes in the likes of George Hurst, who's you know, whilst has been around the Blackburn first team, hasn't really played full matches and isn't necessarily match fit. Um, and we we Dave's mentioned Caden Jackson, but realistically, this is now his audition to be understudy to Wes Burns, isn't it? He's not he's no longer a number nine option. So any minutes that we can give to Caden Jackson out on the right hand side makes sense to me. Morsey came off um partway through the second half against Morgan as well. So he's generally played in the cups. McKenna has tried to get this that sort of this solid midfield playing in the cups. I was surprised maybe that Humphreys didn't get a nod over Evans, but no, it's it's a solid enough team that that gave us, um, yeah, hope that we could pull something off. And, well, as, as we'll talk about, we nearly did. But, yeah, a lot of good stuff going on there that I like. So, Vincent Company, um, I'll try and sort of elucidate on what he's done. So, Peacock Farrell would normally be Murich, it's one. Vitinho would normally be Roberts, that's two. Bay is the first teamer. Uh, Duckhill would normally be Harwood Bellis. I know he's injured, but it wouldn't be him. Taylor would normally be Martson. Bastian would normally be Cullen. Cork's a first-teamer. Cherlinov would normally be Benson. Twine would normally be Brownhill. Teller, yeah, fine, that's a first-teamer. Rodriguez is a first-teamer. So, Dave, I'm calling that seven backup players out of 11. Yeah, decent. I like Teller. I like Teller a lot. And Cork's just a decent championship player, isn't he? You You love players who... Don't move from a ten meter radius in central midfield and just ping it about. about though, isn't it? You know, <laughs> he just gets it very seldom wastes a pass. He's quite really quite strong in possession. You don't knock him off the ball. Just a good all round solid player, isn't he? But yeah, Teller, I think look 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 quite decent. Um Twine, again, I you know, well, you know, I think about two footed players. I mean Twine, we all see Twine, you know, bending free kicks in right foot in the top corner. Saw him do it last week. Man, he was switching play left foot 40 yard crossfield balls. What a talent he is. But played him really well. I thought he played, you might have a take on this. I thought I, I was a bit surprised how advanced he played yesterday. I'm not sure he's usually plays quite that advanced. But yeah, good. You could see this class. You know, Rodriguez, uh, you know, I thought, again, we played Rodriguez generally well. But again, there were certain bits of play from Wall. You know, he's just, you know, just you could see he's that, he's that cut above. But. Yeah, it was, it, like I said, it was just a good football match between, you know, two sides, you know, looking to play. Um, I tend to agree. I think having, I sat up in the upper Magnus, I was saying to Rich earlier on, and we noticed this when we um, were at the, um, the academy game the other week. The pitch is ropey. The pitch is really ropey. Um, and, you know, I don't think perhaps that does us any favours. I think company didn't you what was an excuse they got a draw, but he's kind of alluded to that a bit. But yeah, it was, uh, no, o- overall, Overall, good game. And yeah, impressive. You know, Burnley made seven changes there. Yeah, pretty impressive. 
Yeah, we'll come to Rich in a sec. So bench for Burnley, yeah, look, there they all are. Brownhill, Cullen, Zaruri, Foster, uh, Roberts, Barnes, Ekdal, Martin, Casper. Is, is Just, you might say something, the only player I was looking forward to seeing was Benson and he wasn't even in the squad, was he, unfortunately? <laughs> Well, it's probably just as well, to be fair. Tremendous. Um, Rich, do you want to, if, I don't know if you've got anything to say about the Burnley 11, or do you want to take us through maybe up to half-time? Yeah, I, I, in terms of, I, I'd agree, uh, both Dave and I uh, chatted about Teller earlier, trying to remember him, but I, I think probably the thing that impressed me most, I was expecting us to be pinned back from the off, but I thought we started the brighter. I mean, we have a chance in the first couple of minutes through Hurst kind of trying to bundle in um, from across, but is probably pincered by um, two of the Burnley defenders and Harness hits the bar with a really instinctive effort as well. He's getting a bit of a habit of hitting the bar, Harness. Yeah. He needs to maybe hit it less hard. Um, but I thought we we really went to take the game to them, Ben. I was really surprised how from the first but from the from the kickoff we went for them. Um, you know, eventually Burnley's quality told and they got hold of possession. Um, but there weren't too many bits and pieces for Haladki to do. Rodriguez probably has a sight close, close in where he volleys it way over the bar, probably maybe a little bit more composure. He could maybe hold the ball up and pick a pass or maybe even force a save from Hladki at the near post. And Twine, um, obviously off the back of that winning goal, Ben, against Huddersfield, where Twine announced himself, <laughs> I, I didn't think he really contributed a huge amount to Burnley. I, if, no. if I'm company looking to start Twine in, in his favourite position there, I'd want more than um, the, the free kick that he basically put down the barrel of Haladki, which was pretty straightforward for him. I, I wasn't too impressed with him. I didn't think he influenced it too much, but it might be that I'm, I'm not giving enough credit because when Burnley were, on the, Burnley were on the ball, they were quick. They, yeah. There was definitely that, um, that the speed of thought, speed of mind. They're definitely well drilled. You know, we say that about McKenna's side in League One, but Burnley and the company are a totally, a totally different gravy. They really just instinctively, they, those triangles, those positions, they they know that. But to be fair, Ben, in the first half, it didn't really culminate in a huge amount of attacking um, output. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, as I said, end to end, good possession spells. We had moments. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, Dave, in that first half, apart from those those two chances for, for Harness and Hurst. But not really, entertaining I enough, Ben. Think. Few corners, yeah. They, I tell you what impressed me. They really, when we pre- we pressed, pressed, and pressed, and you said about triangles, like really tight triangles. Mm. You know, bang, bang, and they'll be away and through them through the through the press. You think, neck, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, just good game, good game. I think there was there was a moment for Jackson. I think he he did a cross shot, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Peacock Farrell had to improvise right. for. Um, Pretty yeah, good save, I suppose. Uh, yeah, I, 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 as I say, I think probably Burnley were more confident. But as you guys talked about in the pre-match, Ben, just this it's night and day. And, you know, no disrespect to the football they were playing under Dyche because it was functional and it had a, an output. But this is just... Finished in the yeah, Premier League with that, yeah. yeah. But this is just... To- and wow. To, 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 to do this turnaround in, in that quicker time, I mean, they started the season strongly, but this the, the way they were playing felt like they'd been playing it for years. Ben, it really oh, they did. improved. They improved through September, October. They were drawing a lot, and I mean, thirteen wins from fourteen is ab- absurdly good. So yeah, and I I do think we need to say um, we need. I know we've given Vincent Company plenty of credit, but the fact that it's seven non first teamers and you guys are praising you know the the, mm. the sort of functionality of the system and particularly the the fullbacks Martson and Roberts you know that system they do so much don't they and the 
um, yep. inside forwards tuck in to be with the reserve fullbacks and you you know it's a like like you say it's, it's a different level. Um, Dave, who was um, t- sort of what was the psychology in the second half? Did both managers? try and win it? Because I take it neither of them wanted a replay. Yeah, I think so. Don't you? I think so, without really creating too much, really. Talk um, about the, sub, the subs on 60 day. That would t- that would probably tells the story. Well, well there you go. On the 60, Two times you triple had, subs. On 60, you had Broadhead, <laughs> Broadhead, Ladapo and Chaplin coming on for Luke O'Harness and Hurst. You think, what? And then they had um, um, Zorori and Foster. No, Zorori for 60, I think. Then subsequently oh, after Foster, Brown, Hill, and Brown Hill for Twine, okay. Cullen for Bastion. And then five minutes later, I think it was Foster for Rodriguez. So, yeah, certainly we both sides were both sides were going at it, but not really too much created, really. It was a brilliant bit of play from um, Day, um, Davis Lee just in front of me where he sort of looked like he was going to, you know, shielding the ball, actually got, got ahead of his, got ahead of his fullback, put, clipped a brilliant cross to the back post. Just over, I think, just over Wolfen, and then, yeah, probably in hindsight, Jackson perhaps could should have taken the chance and actually moved and tried volleyed it, but took it down, and that was blocked out. Um, Christ, was it was it Teller or Zorori had the yeah. half volley for them? Teller, wowzers, yeah. Which again, not not the angle I was, but just went past, and then quite late on, Chaplin like had a cross tie cross come shot, which sort of Peacock Frail sort of. Did he tip on the bar? Looked like he sort of just tipped it on the bar, yeah. but sort of came out and dropped down, and the Dapo just was just too far away, wasn't it? And it wasn't a chance as such. But yeah, other than that, it wasn't. It was a lot of good play in the second half, but not not too much. You know, not not too many clear cut chances, I'd say, if any. To be fair, for both no, sides, I think Bernie definitely. Rich, sorry to interrupt. I'll come to you in just a second. I just want to say thank you to David. Ten euros on the super sticker in the chat. If you do want to support financially, it's absolutely free. And you're doing us a solid just by hitting a thumbs up, but you can via Super Chat. And a big thank you to um, David um, again there. Thank you. Uh, Rich? Yeah, I I think it was a little bit of a reverse of the, well, at least the start of the half. Burnley definitely had a bit of a rocket from company. He was quite quite active on the touchline I wasn't I wasn't necessarily expecting him to have to be like that but clearly you make that many changes players maybe a little bit Rich, unfamiliar that, sorry to interrupt Rich in that first game against Huddersfield he ate Danny Schofield alive That's in right. the technical box do you know what I mean just by He's just by prowling in his presence. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. yeah, that's the that's the thing with him. Continue. Mm. Right. Yeah. And, and diff- yeah, as, as Dave mentioned, there's the effort for Teller. There's there's the moment where I think Lee and Hladki have a little bit of cross wires, and Rodriguez. I think it is, has, I... has a volley which allows Hladki to do his that, Superman impression. But... That was a comedy moment. I think what's going on there. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, but then as the second half wore on, I, th- I think the atmosphere was great yesterday. Certainly where I was in the North Stand and section, um, sorry, the Blue Action guys were up yeah, in the what was it? How did that work out? So I, I think it I think it helps because for people who, um, the acoustics are poor of crap anyway, so the likelihood of people in the South End noticing much difference is, is, is unlikely as far as I'm concerned. But the issue as a North Stand, particularly right in the middle of the lower tier of the North Stand, is you've it's a really long, thin tier essentially but the the sound just doesn't travel so section six doing their stuff in section six section four doing their stuff in section four and you get two lots of the stand chanting completely different things at odds each other and actually having blue action up in the cobalt chart like 
chanting across us really helped coordinate it all a little bit. So I think I think that's got some merit there. But I felt like the crowd really played an active role. And you know, every 50-50, there was a cheer for that. <clears throat> and um, referee getting on the linesman's back a little bit, trying to make it a bit hostile for them. You know, Dave's right. There wasn't a huge amount of chances. And you kind of... Clinton Morrison is going to be, as a striker, is going to be looking for goals. And there weren't any goals, were there? And Halad I've got, got to stand up for him. You know I have. Yeah, I, well, he's, he's not wrong, is he? If, if you want entertainment. Ah, he's no goal. <laughs> possession is um, purest entertainment, what we saw. But yeah, there were moments in there. And yeah, the keepers haven't had a huge amount to do, if we're honest. But yeah, I, I, there were, yeah, I, I mean, should we talk about the, the fact that it ended in a draw? Because I think there was a moment at the end there's a safer lackey it's, it's hit right down the center of the goal and i was turned to the guy next to me in the north end and said oh lackey should just let that roll underneath his leg. <laughs> you know I mean? we'll get away with one but i think but, someone said in the chat you could name a full 11 of rotated players who are unlikely to play against sheffield wednesday and sheffield wednesday have got a replay anyway they've got to go to fleetwood but i i kind of think and maybe dave's got a thought on this as well i kind of feel like we earned the nil nil it'd be great to have earned and stuck a you know, a win and got ourselves in the hat outright. No, Rich, you're, not you're, lose that game is is really important. I think psychologically as well. You're totally right, and I'll, we'll throw to Dave in a sec. Context is king on that. And pre-game, yeah, and me and Seb were no, no replays, please, no replays. But if like we were hoping for, it was vaguely competitive, and both sides were going for it. Then, Dave, the context changes then at 80 minutes, doesn't it? And, and again, and again, I, I take the point what Rich said about, you know, the shot right at the end down Lackey's throat, but you don't want to concede again. You don't no. want to concede again that late. It's the whole stigma, yeah, the, whole, point. You know, the whole mental fragility that goes with that. You don't want to be doing that. So I think absolutely dead right. We deserve, we deserve the replay and absolutely right. We can, well, a, a one mention, one mention, which is probably... Um, maybe even the highlight of the second half, um, and actually perhaps got this on the front foot again, Luongo comes on, mm. comes on for Morsey and makes this 50-50 tackle. <laughs> yeah, someone abs- mentioned... Um, oh, my word. Got, and that just got the... Chat, actually, oh, there yeah. you go. And that just gets the crowd so up, doesn't it? It was an unbelievably good challenge. And I tell you what, he looked... I know it was only a very little 10, 12-minute cameo, he looked oh, really. I can even get him carried away, Rich. Listen to no, him. no, 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 no. Rich, Rich was saying he looked really assured, didn't he? Really yeah. assured. Um, so, um, yeah, you know, uh, you know, I forgot about that. Another sort of bright spot, really, from yesterday. And ben, you're so right. You know, for the replay, goodness me, look at that squad. You could rotate, and again, spoiler alert, we might get to this. The the sort of slight icing on the cake is Sheffield Wednesday have got to do the same mm. and go away to Fleetwood. Yep. Which um, you know. Wouldn't have been ideal had they had they got through or, or otherwise. I just put the team back up of the fringe players, and we'll see if you two agree on these. Who who had a good day, Dave? Certainly Jackson. Um, certainly Lee. I mean, do we call Edmondson a fringe player? Really? I think okay. We only played. I say only. Look what they did yesterday. Played Morecambe. I thought he was really good against Morecambe mm. the other night. And again yesterday, I don't know what Rich thought. I thought he was very very good again. Um, yep. And I know Joe's always advocated this, and he is right that Burgess, and we, well, perhaps we can see that, you know, Burgess has his limitations. I quite like the right foot, left foot combination, but Edmondson is just so much better on the ball, which is, you know, what you want. Um, yeah, certainly I'd pick out. Do you know what? And I, I, I think he did well, but do you know what? I think a special, uh, a, a special shout. Danassian, clearly from the outset, they were targeting Danassian. 
they were pressing, but they were really putting the press on Donassian. And there were one or two shaky moments, um, I think, early on. I'd, you'd probably say the same, Rich. I just thought he came, you know, obviously his, his spot is hugely under threat now from Clark. I just thought he came through the rest of the game with so much credit. He was superb for the rest. I thought he was for, you know, for the rest of the game. So, um, yeah, out, out, out of those, certainly um, Hurst, Raw looks like he looks like he needs minutes to me. Yeah. Um, I fully expect Ladapo to be in from the start on um, next next Saturday, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I think certainly Edmondson, Lee, Edmondson and Lee, I think with it with it too. And, and look, and Jackson, we all know Jackson. But um, yeah, you said there was some chat about Fladke. That was an interesting one. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Yeah, I. there's a lot of people coming out yesterday after the game and Heaping a lot of praise on Gladke, and certainly he did, uh, you know, exactly what yeah, you'd hope for him. Drop Bolton. Um, but I think, I think there's maybe this thing. I think people have got a little bit of worry about Walton, and you know, we can't pretend that he hasn't been <clears throat> pastured to. Uh, you know, th- there's a bit of culpability in some of the goals that we've conceded. He's not been certainly the high standard when he started his town spell, but he's still for me the better all-round goalkeeper. And you'd not drop him. I guess the positive for, for Hadladki is um, I think it's a reminder, another yeah. reminder, that he's a capable backup. And if Walton's form you know, drops off a little bit, then you have absolutely no no worries at all about sticking Hadladki in there. Whereas I think if you rewind a few months, I think all of us might be a little bit worried. If Walton, for, you know, if we go back to October time, November time even, and Walton's out injured for a couple of weeks... I think we maybe get a little bit apprehensive, whereas I don't think we do that anymore. But the idea that Haladki did something, you know, he's a nine out of ten or a ten out of ten on Saturday. I'm, I'm personally just not buying it. I think no, it was no. a good, good cameo, good memory reminder for everyone, and maybe a good nudge for Walton as well, which maybe he's not had. 
I think he's probably slightly better than Walton playing out with his feet. I think he's probably slightly better. But okay. um, yeah, the shot stopper, all round goalkeeper, don't think so. But as, as um, Rich quite rightly said, if we if Walton had a miss, do you know what? At the start, it was quite funny because at the start of the start of the season, we used to do a little thing at the Greyhound where we had a little PA in the nice weather PA set up at the front. And Russell Osman, I used to, you used to read, sing like read, some, read, boob, some buble, yeah? Yeah, exactly. And read the teams out, <laughs> read the teams out. And I so wanted, Russell, Os- Russell Osman always used to read the teams, but I so wanted to get up on the mic and start, um, yeah, and Ipswich, in goal, Hladke, and just hear the Suffolk side <laughs> go around the Greyhound. But I just, I don't just use that as an analogy. I just don't think you'd see that now, you know. I think, but no, Walton is still number one. But I think this is good because football fans are very bad at making things very binary and very black and white. And of course, when you get to goalkeepers, you it becomes one or the other. I think it's it, very interesting that we can have a conversation where I was very much, and it's not just because he agreed to come on our podcast and speak to Richard, I was very much, look, Walton one, Pladke two, very, very much. But I think you can, you can have a reasonable conversation to say that they're possibly slightly closer together yeah. after, say, two, three months. And it's not to say that they won't move back apart. And, but I think it's an interesting topic. And, yeah, I take your point totally, Rich, that it gets, it gets very binary, doesn't it? Of, oh, well, if he's moved to here and he's moved to here, Switch the switch the two completely yeah. over, and that I think that's just um. And of course, cool. yeah, no, you're right. Um, what was interesting for me yesterday, just change it sub slightly. I sat in the Magnus Upper yesterday with my my lads, um, and so you sit sit around different people. Guy next to me was the biggest Freddie Ladapo hater oh. out there, <laughs> right from when he came on. Oh. <laughs> oh, Ladapo, what's he going to bring to? Well, he scored. Was it like McCarthy? 15, he scored like 15 goals. Um, he's probably going to score 20. Oh my word! Yeah, oh, but it was quite me. funny listening to it. Rich, I sorry, it. We, sorry, we went off on kind of two tangents. I just wanted to sorry, get your yeah. take, Rich. Oh, no, 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 it's a good conversation. Um, I just wanted to get your take, Rich, on does anybody now, from what you saw yesterday, I'm not saying do you now put anyone in the team if you play Sheffield Wednesday, say tomorrow? Does anyone have more chance of being involved in some way, shape, or form after yesterday in a game? And let's be honest, a massive game is Sheffield Wednesday. I don't know. I, I think Edmondson is now, I would be, Edmondson's a now on starter for me now. Yeah. And, and, and partly because I've had a little bit of a worry about Burgess and his involvement in some of the goals we've conceded. And as we said, marginal, you know, it's not as if he's, he's got, he's making stupid mistakes, but you know, he's, he's deflecting these shots and therefore you've kind of got to look at it. So I think Edmondson's two game, he's had a really great week, hasn't he, with Morecambe as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but looking through there, Ben, we knew that Greg Lee was excellent backup, but you can't, you know, he's not being dropped for Davis given his output in terms of assists. And, and he, you know, I think Lee's better defense. Well, sorry, let me get this right. Lee's solid defensively probably doesn't have the, you know, the attacking um, prowess that Davis has. So again, well. really positive to have that excellent backup. And we know that Lee can come off the bench as well when Davis is maybe tiring. <sighs> Apart from that, Ben, I don't think we learn anything new. I'm, I know Dave was quite positive on Jackson. I'm, I'm, he's got that pace, that raw pace. He got in great positions. I'm still not convinced that his end product is good enough. Um, I just think, that- Rich, is he not now in a position where, and I'm talking as a substitute, where he can be incredibly useful oh. in, you know, if you're, Amazingly. if you're maybe defending mm. a lead and a Sheffield Wednesday are going to be coming on to you and you want to, 
a ball over the top or, you know, I, I didn't think he was... T- I know Mumba scored in the game against Plymouth at home park, but for the most part, he did a really good job at wing-back in, in that game. And he starts to almost look like a, a, a very useful tool in certain situations, doesn't he? Yeah, and that pace, that explosive pace is... You know, it's unparalleled in the rest of our squad and it's probably unparalleled in most of the rest of League One as well. I think it's a really, you know, there was the reason I think that he stood out yesterday was that I don't think Bernie were were doubling up on him at all. And there were moments where um, we deliberately, I think, played quite wide and stretched it and he was on the touch sign. And so Evans released him and he was in, you know, behind the fullback. And, you know, that, that kind of strategy works really well. But I still think, you know, even... You know, Burns has been scoring and creating goals at the last few weeks, and that's that's the benchmark for him. And if he can do that, if he can be more consistent with his output, then he's a really he's going to be a really strong backup option there. But in terms of uh, Aluko had a cameo, didn't he? I, I didn't think he really oh, was able was to one, contribute there much. It was one bit of skill in the first nice half. Nice bit of turn, <laughs> oh, he? Where he, where he, he? He sold three players, three players. He like, dropped his shoulder and dragged it. And then someone I think could have been even Cork was booked for it. He pulled him pulled him back. But yeah, he was, um, I mean, what a just great player to have around the squad, for goodness sake. Tell yeah. you what, with Jackson yesterday, he did a lot of really good defensive work as well, to be fair uh-huh. to him. He was winning headers at the back post, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, he did himself credit, but Lewis, you're dead right, and Ben's dead right. He's, you know, he's clearly not playing for a number nine shirt anymore. He is going to be, you know, back up in that wide in that wide role. And I think Absolutely. just to just to finish on Hurst, Ben, I think, yeah, he's clearly not had the minutes no. at Blackburn that maybe we'd hoped. Um, and again. You know, there's moments there, not not a huge amount of chances for anyone yesterday, but he gets that goal in the second minute, for example, and maybe he goes on and has a bit of a different game. But, you know, he just needs to get confidence through us and get minutes under his belt and he'll be fine. But to me, he's not he's not replacing Ledapo at Cambridge at the next week, put it that way. No, he isn't. Do you know for what? Me, he's got, to, for me, he's got the look of a rampaging number nine, though, hasn't he? He's just got mm. that look oh, yeah, about him can... as he's big and strong. And... Yeah. You know, and again, it's confident. Look, with, with any any forwards, any centre, any number nines, it's a it's a confidence. It's a, it's such a confidence position. So he gets a goal, and he yeah, he could well be off and running. But yeah, I he, I can't. I just wouldn't see him replacing Ladapo next weekend. That's for sure. Right, we'll have a little look at the FA Cup and who's still in the draw on the one show tomorrow night. Who we could get oh. drawn away to, and then. Not beat Burnley in the replay. Um, then we'll have a little look at what went on in League One and then we will go to your questions to finish with. So just hold fire in the chat if you're ready with your questions. In the hat um, on Friday night, which yeah, is on my screen there, Manchester City are a possibility. They beat um, <laughs> Arsenal. Uh, Leicester is a possibility. They beat Walsall. Leeds United beat um, Stanley. That's a possibility. Uh, Blackburn and Birmingham, well, we'll actually know because their replays on Tuesday come in rather than the seventh like ours is going to be. Bristol City still in the hat, both Fulham and Sunderland, obviously ourselves and Burnley. Luton and Paul Hurst Grimsby still in the hat. You can still find him. Um, (laughs) Sheffield Wednesday are still in the hat. That would be an interesting one, wouldn't it? Put it that way. Um, Mick McCarthy and Blackpool are not in the hat, but Nathan Jones and Southampton are Spurs are still in the hat. Manchester United still in the hat. And Derby and West Ham play tomorrow night. They will 
also still be in the hat. Let's jump across, guys. And if I click buttons really nice and quickly and I'm able to talk like an absolute pro here while I'm doing it and keep things hopefully remotely interesting, you will be able to go through the League One action with me that occurred yesterday. I probably clicked about eight buttons there when um, I only needed to click about two. But this is what went down yesterday. As ever, guys, um, pick out a game that you might want to talk about. I'll kind of summarise anything. So one of our playoff challenges there, still a potential to meet our old friends Bolton in the playoffs. Bolton has strengthened nicely um, up front now as well. They won 2-1 at uh, Charlton. They brought in Cameron Jerome and Victor Adebiejo, who's um, Burton's top scorer, is in there, and the lad Shortire on loan from Manchester United. Speaking of Burton, they beat our foggy conquerors, Oxford, um, 2-0. It was Cheltenham 0, Port Vale 0, and Lincoln's ridiculous home record uh, it's now 11 draws, I believe, or 12 draws in 14, 11 in 13. Someone correct me in the chat. But more pertinently, Cambridge are still kind of stinking it out ahead of our game against them. MK nil, Exeter two, Morecambe five, Bristol Ow, Rovers uh, one. Uh, yeah, Rich, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Your shrug sums it up. Say no more. Um, Peterborough two, Pompey one. Darren Ferguson's won both his games in charge. Yeah, I'll say no more. Um, Shrewsbury Town two. Duncan Ferguson's Forest Green yeah. Rovers won. Frank Lampard's Derby County, Roy Keane's Ipswich. <laughs> um, anything, David, you want to talk about um, in those results uh, yesterday? I mean, I, I'd like it, I mean, the Morecambe result, what is that about? How <laughs> on earth? I mean, honestly, I know we played well look, the other night. We did play well first half, which just blew them away. But what? And I saw they had the most hapless left-sided player the other night. I think it was... <laughs> I can't remember if it was, if it was, was it Connolly Donald Love. Or, or he Connolly or, sorry? Was it Donald so Love? Or was he right back? No, it wasn't. I'm sure it the was. Left no, about the, yeah, it was the, I'll um, bring it up. Hang on. Was it he Connolly was out position. Position. He was yeah. forward out well, position. He actually scored point. yesterday. Yeah. He was hapless. He was awful. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, and Bristol Rovers been on a half decent, pretty yeah. much half decent run, haven't they? Um, what, I mean, Burton to Oxford. Oh, for God, honestly, <laughs> they just turn division. up for us, don't they, guys? They honestly, ju- these teams just turn up to us. And and just to, I don't, know, Rich, want to dwell on this, but um, the Charlton Bolton game. So Charlton started, I think it was at thirty percent of town players, wasn't it, with Penny and Fraser, Fraser and um, yeah. and and Macaulay Bond. Oh, their winning goal was just dreadful. Yeah, absolutely crap, dreadful. It? But um, great free kick in the first five minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It just keeps bolting annoyingly there, especially after what Derby did in the week, doesn't it? You know, when they one nil down for until about, what, five minutes to go, weren't they, I think? Yeah, Are they just looking... keep grinding it out. It actually starts to look quite interesting, Rich, between... Um, you would, Let's quote, never rule out Wickham. I think... I don't think Shrewsbury will get there, but fair play for four wins on the trot. But that sort of sixth place... Fifth place between, um, I mean, look, Bolton is seven points clear, but looking at sixth place for Barnsley, Posh, Wickham, etc. What's your take? Yeah, I don't know. It's um. Well, look how many games Barnsley have played. They keep everyone just keeps winning. I guess they don't though. Look at the yeah. They got I mean, four yeah. games in hand on Bolton. I mean, I know seven mm. points behind, but three on us. <laughs> yeah, the, the key for us though is just to we our fi- as we keep talking about our fixtures are really really generous over the coming weeks apart from Sheffield Wednesday. So we just got to keep winning, but it does feel like uh, maybe, and it's one of these ones like 
uh, and you, you, your question again that you want to pick out, only Ipswich concede late goals. Well, welcome to League One, Duncan Ferguson. I mean, man, ninety fourth yeah. and ninety eighth minute. No, was it goals at oh. Shrewsbury, um, and from the edge of the box as well. I think the winner was, but it can't be anything crowd, left but... of that changing room, can there? It can't <laughs> be anything left. He of went it. for the referee. You could see him mouthing the referee. Six <laughs> minutes of added time. Six minutes. No. Like, well, yeah, oh, I know I you're paying, mate. But yeah, oh, I guess man. it. I think the positive thing, Ben, we, as we talk about is, and as opposed to last year, we've got the points on the board now, haven't we? So it's about what we do and keep winning to yeah, keep yeah, ourselves in tension with the top two. But it does feel just really ominous. That I mean, we know about Derby. It'd be really great if they're not West Ham out and stayed in the cup as well, wouldn't it? Um, Sheffield Wednesday, I guess you've got a, to say his da- I know Dave, Dave saw West Ham, but he needs a win, doesn't he? Oh, um, big time. Oh, big, yeah. yeah. But concentrate think, in the league. But yeah, yeah. it's t- it's really competitive, Ben, again, isn't By it? By the way, on Derby, and I'm sure all Ipswich fans have spotted this, um, their run away from home, and I'll bring it up on the screen, and I'm clutching the straws here. Their run away from home is minging. Um, they go away. Oh, They're no, listen Wickham. to this, Dave. They're at Wickham, then Barnsley, then Plymouth, Ouch. then Oxford... Then Peterborough, Forest Green, okay. Bristol Rovers, Exeter. So they've got four or five. Look, Thinkers. And if Paul Warren goes through and two points oh. per game is that lot, then they bloody deserve to get above us, don't they? So, yeah, um, yeah. yeah there you go. Right, guys, um, we'll do a couple of plugs, but get your questions in the chat for myself and Dave and Richard. Fill that up now. We'll go to them uh, right now. But Dave, do you want to give a little plug for our Telegram group? Absolutely superb and growing by the growing by the day, I think. Um Rich will probably be able to fill his in on how many how many telegram followers, you know. But um I think a, a great alternative to Twitter. Um Rich will currently write, I think, the first two weeks free, is that correct? Yep. And then subscription after that. But no, it's um it's caught fire, especially seemingly in the last um certainly in the last few weeks. So great debate. Good, good, honest, good, honest, solid football debate on there. So, yeah, really, I think everybody's really enjoying that, which is great. And Rich, none of, none of the, none of the crying. You're allowed to disagree with someone without delete, mute, block, aren't you? In that, in yeah, that, exactly. um, in that group. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Um, as we keep saying, the best PR for our Telegram group is just check out the discourse on Twitter. Um, it's the polar opposite, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, we we do have discussions. We do have different views, but um, unsurprisingly, grown-ups, uh, um, when you know who the person is as well, when it isn't like a faceless avatar, you could generally be more respectful. And yeah, we're loving it and it's great. And lots of different variations on the chats as well. The match day group is fantastic, If particularly if you're not at the game, um, joining the chat there. But yeah, stuff on ITFC Women, stuff on the Academy, stuff on non-football and all that other stuff. So plenty going on there. So yeah, do come and join us. We're, in, we're well over three figures now for um, people in the Telegram group. But it doesn't feel like you know, it's it's not congested or you know crazy yeah, busy. Flows, there are peak times, but flows nicely, doesn't yeah, it? yeah, it's um, it's not. It flows nicely. Yeah, um, right. Let's get into the questions. This is not a question, but I'm sure it's just worth mentioning. Is that Last right? day of the oh, wow. season, Sheffield Wednesday Ooh. versus Derby. And if you remember, um, in the behind closed doors season, they played each other on the last day of the season oh, yeah, for relegation in the championship. So there is still a chance they can beat each other up and trip over each other and maybe we can um, mosey on through, Dave. 
All I've got to say about that one, let's hope it's the final, final game of the season. Yes, that would be very, <laughs> very nice, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, what should we go? Uh, Richard, is Jackson really coachable? And that's why he's so persistent under McKenna. I mean, that's a fair point. A, a string of managers have now not bombed him out. I was going to say, yeah, I was about to say exactly the same thing. You know, if, if uh, Hurst, Lambert, Cook... I think maybe frozen out a little bit. Under- <laughs> the, the Mount Rushmore of football managers. Oh, shit, shit managers. If we're finding, finding me, uh, give me a, some really a rubbish there. statues somewhere. There was a, there was some really fun cook impressions today at the, the women's game for no reason whatsoever, which is, um, I won't get back into it. But yeah, as I said, the, the that explosive pace is a massive, a massive, I said athlete there. I was, Danny Haynes suddenly came into my brain because you recall that we couldn't really make a proper footballer out of Danny Haynes. You know, he did make a huge amount of contribution to us. But I think Jackson, yeah, Jackson is much more coachable. And, and if you can get that output, if it, I think it's because everything happened so quickly for him. And, he's, and you know, he's charging down the field. He just needs to take a breath maybe before he makes his final pass. But McKenna's the one to, to bring the best out of him, isn't he? So, um, yeah. And and also, I think a lot of that must be down to his attitude. He must have a really good attitude. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Really professionalism good. is. Yeah, absolutely. And, that's what we want. and yeah. that is. Um, how should we do this? Because we'll do this for about an hour, Oosh. Andrew's questionnaire. So what we need to do is let's, we'll just quickly quickly go round. Um, go so goalkeeper, uh, Walton, Rich. Sorry, the, the question for anyone listening. On Acast and iTunes, is what do you think? Uh, what do you each think our best 11 is? Um, so Walton in goal, all agreed. Yep, yep. yep. Center yep. backs, Dave, who are, the, who are the three? I think now it's, I think now, um, Clark, um, Wolfenden, and Edmondson. Richard, three in the back, we're four, Sorry. aren't we? Well, say, say it how you like if it's a lopsided. If you're, three, if you're saying three, yeah, if you're saying four. So, yeah, Clark, Edmondson, Wolfenden and Davis. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, yep. no. Mm-hmm. So Burgess out for both of you. Yep. Yeah, now, um, yeah. Morsi Evans, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. non-negotiable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, well, do you number nine first, Dave? The Depot. Yeah. Rich? Yep, right yeah, now. Hurst yet. Um, and your inside forwards... Chaplin and Broadhead. Yeah, I think I'm... I really like Harness, but I think I'm there. Rich. You can't leave Chaplin. Yeah, Chaplin same. Is so good. Oh, I'm, I'm not leaving... I'm not leaving we missed Chaplin. out Burns No, no, no sorry, well. yeah. Sorry, and, Bur- and we missed Burns as well, I think, yeah. Yeah, I was calling oh, sorry, Burns, yeah, yeah. Burns yeah. and Wingback and Clark and yeah. Inside Centre, but however you, however you want to... Asymmetric, 4-2-3, whatever. However yeah. you want to... That's um, decent, isn't it? If you can yeah, feel really that is. side for generally the remainder of the league games we shouldn't go far wrong should we um dave sounds like the door is still ajar on potential new really? signings if one does happen what position will it be um i i think if it's ajar it's very minutely ajar isn't it dave yeah i'd have thought so especially after the clark signing that can play that can play either right or or center back as we understand so yeah i, I just don't see more surely potentially out do we think pass I mean, Oberfame, he's now in at um, Burnley if Swansea want to try us for Wolfenden, isn't he? <laughs> well, no, I, mean, I don't mean that, but I mean maybe fringy players like... Oh, no, no, it's just I saw in the Telegram, they haven't got the money. I was like, they will have. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, will have. Maybe Vincent Young. Someone yeah, they'll be out when it had me to I, I, I saw someone then, mention yeah. Edwards, but I, I personally think I still really like to see him kept as a impact-type player. I think he's got, <laughs> he's got, got value to give. 
you got to name a bench, Dave. I just, oh, I'm just not just... sure Edwards, I've been really boring and I'm breaking recordy today about output, but how can you leave? We well, now got Harness on the bench. If you start in Broadhead, Harness is now on the bench, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You've got obviously Hurst on the bench as well. Um, Humphreys is on the bench. I'm just thinking, have you got space for Edwards, Aluko? You know, who I'm missing. I'm probably missing other people. I think the well. manager, the manager seems to like him in that role. He's, he, I mean, uh, did we, did he make the bench against Morecambe? I can't remember. Maybe he didn't actually. But Jackson's certainly the manager, the, bench. the manager kinds of like him, likes him in that role. I just don't think um, there's enough fit for Edwards. And I, I would rather Edwards gets alone and plays. Um, I, I just think it's going to be really tough possibly. to get on our bench th- th- now. Even if we sold a couple, just think, yeah, I just I, think I feel get, sorry for I him. Think it was, I think it'll still get on our bench. Okay. I really do. Um, Morgan Whitaker still wanted and um, no, now that Broadhead signed and John Jules is coming yeah. back. Um, what's the situation with him then? Because there was um, A, uh, not mentally ready to play and be selected in the Swansea squad the other day. Although I think that often is um, more to do with the three club rule, isn't it? And, no. Well, did, did he appear for Swansea before Plymouth? I can't remember he did. But um, I think that ship has sailed. Um, any chance of a cook impression over the PA at Felix Day, Richard? Tell you what. Not, I mean, not even my own voice goes over the PA system <laughs> at Felix Day. It's a little bit decrepit. To, no disrespect to our friends what at What would Day. be creepy would be a cook impression at Felix Day on the PA in the shed. That would be certainly <laughs> creepy. Oh, <laughs> my shotgun shack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any more for any more in the questions? I, I saw a good one of... from, I think it was, might have been Romeo about replays, which is something that's on my, Where grinds is... my gears a little bit about whether it's time to, in, to allow, well, well I'm not am sure I the right in saying they don't have them in the fifth and sorry, Romeo, I can't, I can't see it, but we'll talk about, we'll talk about, actually, I want, what I wanted to ask you now as well is, um, what's a, obviously a win, but what's a good outcome um, in terms of the the replay, which we, I think, is that confirmed now for the uh, I think it's 7th Tuesday, of February? I think so. It's showing in some so of the... So in between Cambridge and Sheffield Wednesday, yeah? Yeah. How, I, how do you, how do you, how do you play that, Richard? As I, as I said at the start, there's a, there's a full 11 there that isn't in that team that we've just mentioned. That, that, that first starting 11 against Sheffield Wednesday, there's a full 11 there. I can't do it off the top of my head, but most of the team yesterday, Burgess comes in for Edmondson, Keogh comes in for Wolfenden. Um, and is it got... rich? Is it literally you play Cambridge with yep. the fir- first team, you split the squad in half, yep. they do recovery on the Monday and McKenna goes with his FA Cup team. They get the day off. They don't travel on Tuesday. The reserve team goes up to Burnley. What happens, happens. And yeah. they then recover Almost. on Wednesday and he's back with the first that's the way that That's the way that I do Wednesday, it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, you got Luongo and Humphreys who can play in centre mid. You, you'd still go with Jackson and Luco and Harness and Hurst as well. So, I, I yeah, I would do that. I wouldn't even put them what on about, the bus. What now. about Tom Adiemi? Tom Amy. Yeah, he's Sp- got. Yeah, we've we, we, we forgotten about him. We have forgotten about Tom Addy Amy. I think he is still around the building somewhere. <laughs> is he? Is he? We, I think he's back on the grass. He's doing a bit he? of paint and decorating or something that's... in the building. I'm not sure what he's up to. But yeah, that's the way that I'd do it. But in terms of Romeo's question, I just think in 2023, can we not have the common sense that the managers, it's a replay unless the managers agree to continue? If both managers say let's end it here and now, we'll do extra time and penalties, then they should be able to do it. Well, you know, prior for, re- to the, 
What, yesterday? So after the draw... Right, in general. In after general. the draw, you're yeah. suggesting... I sound like that woman that interviewed Jordan Peterson, don't I? So you're saying, That's after what, the draw... Yeah. I'm eating um, beef every meal, yeah. Sorry. The, <laughs> after the draw, um, the managers can put in a request to say no replay, but if it's Stevenage versus Man United and they can get an away game, obviously Stevenage yeah. would not put in a request because... So both, man- I, yeah, the referee goes over to the dugout. So if both managers say, "Oh no, Rich has got to be done a week be- a week before the game," surely. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got you've got oh, to know. You can't. Yeah, you, you can't. Yeah, you're playing a ninety minute game. Oh, Your fans have got to know. Oh, okay. You, you, you might even get more people in the in the in the ground if they know it's going to be decided on that. Fine. I, maybe I, know, not, I know what you're saying. Maybe not a week, but yeah, okay, fine. I because yeah, if you're Wrexham today. You'd never agree to that, would you? You want your replay because you're in the telly, don't you? So that's fine with me. But not against not against ten men with extra time coming up. But I take I'm, I'm being <laughs> yeah. pedantic now. No, no. Right? But yeah. sorry, that, what I mean is in that situation, yeah, I'd expect Wrexham to say, "Well, look, we don't we want the replay if we if we get a draw, we want the replay." Whereas I think most teams would, yeah, say, "No, thanks, we'll we'll end it." But yeah, I was kind of thinking, do it, decide, you know, the, make the decision on the day. Um, but even if it's decided a week in advance, I think that's fine with me. Anyway, we've got, we got like thirty man squad. I want. I still want the seventies <laughs> back and four replays. Four yeah. replays. I want penalties. No way. Totally devalued the FA Cup. I, I do Rub accept it. the argument that Rub you it. can't. You can't take away the opportunity from Boreham Wood if they draw yeah. Arsenal yeah. at home to go and play. If they if they can get a one one draw or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, right. Let's talk about Cambridge. Famous last words. We'll do the um, preview properly later in the week. Dave, Cambridge are absolutely rubbish. <laughs> I mean, how often have we said it? Season <laughs> after season and this season, along come Ipswich. Look. And uh, to be fair, I like I like Mark Bonner. And I think yeah, uh, look, last season as well, with the, when the FA Cup um, game exactly against Newcastle well. and finishing but, as high as they did. Brilliant, amazing stuff. Oh, but they are I mean, on, 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 they've been the, the worst resor- team in the league on paper, Dave. Given the resources, from, like, they have mid-September. been stinking the place up, haven't they, recently? And, you know, given their resources, um, we just got to put teams like that away. We really have got to start putting teams like that away. And again, there's no disrespect to Cambridge, but we have. You know, there is a golfing class, but we, it just needs to, it needs to show. We need to start showing that. We need to be ruthless, you know, get the early goal, get another one, pile it on, you know. Um, yeah, just be ruthless and, and, yeah, put these teams away, get the three points, move on to Burnley with the reserve side, as Rich said, and then start, um, start to consider Sheffield. <laughs> FLP said Cambridge were dirty yesterday. Dirty Cambridge. <laughs> um, we should, we should, I mean, look, it's Abbey Stadium, isn't it? It's, it's tight. Tight, yeah. yeah, not, you know, it's not playing, but you know, you know, earlier in the show, Rich, you were talking about Jackson not being doubled up on and having way more space than if he was playing against Morecambe with a right back at the inside forward and the right wing back all trebled up down the, down the side. So, uh, you know, but like like Dave says, you just if if it's promotion, you've just got to get this this done against these teams that are in the the bottom five. And again, for people who want to clip this stuff out, with all due respect to the brilliant job Mark Bonner has done. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, firstly, there's there, there's the version of Cambridge, which is what we try to do in the pre-match, which is remove remove the the emotion out of it and look at the stats. You know, and there's. There's just a long old run here. There's there's a win against Shrewsbury on Boxing Day with a red card in it for Shrewsbury, but otherwise it's it's then back to back losses 
Do you know what I mean? Home draw, against Shrews. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, and, and then did Shrews do them like 5 0 in the. Yeah, they did. Think, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, 5 1. Yeah. 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 5 1. I think that was midweek, wasn't it? And then a draw away at Lincoln. Everyone draws at Lincoln. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think there's just remove the emotion out of it and we've just got to do what we did to Morecambe and we've got to do what we did to Cambridge earlier in the season at home as well you know we've got to be patient uh, if we can get the early goal great but they will I'm not sure they will be able to live with us in an attacking sense and if they try to attack us I'd imagine we pick them off so it'll be it, they need to it needs to be a blood and thunder defensive job for them doesn't it hold on as long as you can and then fluke a goal like most teams do against us but the emotion, Ben, is that we've got a really shocking record there in the league like we have at Oxford. And yeah, McKenna really needs to figure out a way to get that psychology out of our minds because I'm sure the players don't know that. And I've just said it now out loud and I'll probably say it again on the pre-match as well, but it's on paper. State, statement play, of objective fact, isn't it? Play is the it? game, yeah. you know, play the yeah. game and don't play the, play the, you know, it'll be a big game for Cambridge, probably their biggest home game of the season in terms of spectacle. They just got to play the game and not play them, you know, the crowd and the the emotion that their fans will want to bring to it and we just need to be and be professional if it's a one nil that'll do for me and dave um i know i'm going to invite lots of very boring and reductive we only need to concentrate on ourselves but sheffield wednesday v plymouth next saturday <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow wowzers i mean i don't what what is the best plymouth win is the best score isn't it is it it depends whether you want <laughs> to drag Derby and Ipswich into a four-team everyone kapow, or you just want to not bother about Plymouth and try well, and well, catch the, the worst result in that game for us is surely a Sheffield Wednesday yeah. win, isn't it? Yeah. That's the worst result. So, look, anything but a Sheffield Wednesday win... I and think us to be, not beating Cambridge. That and, uh, be yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, almost taking this red and again, no disrespect, but we beat Cambridge and, then, you know, uh, anything else than a Sheffield Wednesday win. Exactly. You're either two or three points closer. So, Dave, yeah. exactly right. I was saying, Rich, the same thing about Sheffield Wednesday the other week. They just beat Fleetwood and sit back and see what Ipswich and Plymouth do because you know somebody is going to be dropping some points, right? Yeah. Yeah, we just got to beat whatever points Sheffield Wednesday keep getting for the next few yep. weeks, don't we? That's what, yep. that's the game now, sadly. Both teams get admin. That would be a 12-point deduction. <laughs> so, yeah, that, 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 yeah. Would, that, that would work quite well, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, guys, we're coming up the hour. So I think we will cut our lovely podcast um, here and now. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Richard, what do we have to plug? I can't remember. Uh, I think we might have a we might have a night off midweek. We'll see what's going on. If deadline day suddenly gets exciting, we might do something. Um, but otherwise, we'll be back for the pre-match. We'll figure out whether Seb and I are going to do that live on Friday or whether we'll just put that out Friday morning. And then flagship back here, as always, 8 p.m. Sunday. To talk live about chat, Sheffield Wednesday and Plymouth both getting yeah. deducted 12 points. Yeah? yeah, exactly right. Yeah, the <laughs> dodgy accounting or them registering, a, 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 Amortization. Like, you know, playing an unregistered player and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we'll be... Lots Stadium of sale in the wrong year. It's like, like, um, yeah, like the old Sunday in. morning, Ipswich Sunday morning used to be playing a player under an assumed name. That's always oh, a good one. There you go. There lots, you of, go. lots of anonymous tip-offs to the FA. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chan series taxi firm, yeah? yeah. Um, Dave, last word from you. Um, struggling really. Oh, can Christmas cake last a Easter? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, send us tweets. When is the last? Cut, when's the cut off? 
Literally, <laughs> when's the cutoff? Acceptable time. <laughs> I tell you what, if Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday both go into admin, I, w- I don't know what I'll do. On air. Okay. Eat it. On air. <laughs> if, if they do, if they get both go to admin, Ben is going to keep his What do we say about private jokes on the pod, Dan? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Right, thanks everybody for uh, watching, listening. Get across the Telegram, join us over there. Hit the thumbs up button if you're on YouTube before you go. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, all of that good stuff. And yes, um, another exciting week as the running starts to kick into gear. We'll see you all soon. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.